Welcome to the Bloomprint Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Sangarides, but you, my friend, can call me Elle. I'm a wedding and event florist, multi-six-figure business owner, and floral mentor here to help you create an elegant, efficient, and effective floral business you can absolutely love. If you're looking to take your floristry business to six figures and beyond, to create a business that works around your life and start living and working with purpose, my love, welcome. Let this be your blueprint. Welcome back, my loves. I am so excited to have you here with me today. I have just at the time of recording finished a corporate event and I was such a good vibe. So I am bringing you guys all of that beautiful L energy from working on a gorgeous event. And I want to talk about something that is really important to me that I have been fielding a lot of questions on lately. So I want to talk about mistakes and what we're going to talk about today is the five biggest mistakes that I made as a new florist and how you can not make them basically. But before we get into that, one thing that I want to say is that it's okay to make mistakes and when you're learning, you kind of should make mistakes. Does that make sense? It shows that you're learning and I suppose being able to pick yourself back up from those little errors is really what makes you and and what can really change the game for your business. So if you have made any of these mistakes so far, if you feel like you are constantly effing up, then my love, we've all been there. It's okay. All right. But let's talk about five big things, five mistakes that I made as a new florist and how you can not make them. So the first thing that I want to talk about, the first big mistake that I made as a new florist was not asking questions. Honestly, I was just too proud. I was too critical of myself to just ask somebody else the thing that I thought I should already know. And The truth is, if I had just asked somebody, I could have saved a lot of time, a lot of energy (laughs) and a lot of money uh, by just asking a florist or 10, you know, how they did it and taking their advice. So over the last few years, um, I've asked so many questions and you know what I found out? That there are so many ways of doing things. Every single florist has their own techniques, their own systems, their own ways, their own little tricks for doing things. So don't assume that the way you've been doing it is the only way that it can be done. And don't assume that just because that's how you've been taught is how it should be. There are so many ways to do different things. For instance, uh, buttonholes. There are like 17 different ways that you can do buttonholes. Uh, Same with wrist corsages. Everybody has a different system. They tie their ribbon different. They either wire or they don't wire. They use a tape or they don't use a tape. There's so many different ways of doing things. So just ask because your little flower mind might just get blown by a new technique just by simply asking somebody and that might save you a lot of time in the long run so you know if you see something on instagram or you're struggling with something ask the florist message them say hey i really love that backdrop you created you know how did you how did you attach that hey i you know i i really um hate making wrist corsages. How do you make your wrist corsages? I've been doing this technique and I hate it. Is that how you do them? Yours always look beautiful. Hey, what size foam did you use in that backdrop? You know, I want to make sure that I'm not overstuffing things and I'd love to know what you used. Now, they won't always tell you. 
let's be fair, they're not always going to come back to you and say, oh, sure, yeah, here, this is how I did it. But a lot of people will. And that's going to save you so much time in the long run. You know, at best, you'll have a new technique and you'll have learned something new. And at worst, you've got an unanswered message. Seriously, just ask the questions. I wish that I had. (laughs) All right, the second major thing This is a big one, and I'm sure that we are all guilty of this as new florists, but that's also why I want to talk about it. The second biggest mistake that I made as a new florist was undercharging. Firstly, I just didn't know what to charge. No one talked about it. No wedding or event florist was advertising their prices on their website, and, you know, nor should they necessarily. It's this unknown quantity, you know, I think the best that we had was a few florists had minimum spends listed on their website. So you could at least look at that and go, okay, well, this is what they're charging for a full event. Is that the kind of service that I'm offering? And obviously I wasn't asking anybody, right? Uh, See earlier mistake. Secondly, I was pricing myself low thinking that I was being competitive and because I wasn't as experienced as some of the other florists that I needed to come in lower than them, that I couldn't possibly charge what they were charging. Now, we're absolutely going to have a whole nother episode on this, but straight up, if you're in Australia, you should be charging a minimum of product times three plus labor. Remember that product includes your flowers and all of your sundries and all of your like, you know, bits and pieces that you need to make that piece. All undercharging does is position you at the lower end of the market and inflate the expectation of couples for what they can actually achieve with a low budget. And that actually damages the industry. Sarah tells Jane she shouldn't spend $5,000 on her flowers because she only spent $3,000. It also puts you down in the reputation stakes, attracting low budget clients with Moe taste on a Coke Zero budget. You don't want to be doing that. So really have a look at your pricing. If you feel like you're undercharging now, also think about, are you undercharging because it's a worth thing because you don't feel like you're worth that money or are you undercharging because you simply don't know what to charge? Whatever the reason is, have a chat to somebody who is in the industry, in your you know city or state and look at how much your flowers and your equipment's actually costing you so that then you can formulate your times three plus labor at the minimum, right? So a lot of florists will charge a lot more than that. And so they should, but that's the minimum level industry standard where you should be product times three plus labor. I've said it a couple of times. I don't think you need to write it down, but go do it. (laughs) All right, let's talk about the third mistake. I don't know if anybody else is like this, but sometimes when you start a business, you're, it's all ego, right? You're doing it and people are constantly asking you, how's that little business going? And you're really trying to make something feel tangible. And the third big mistake that I made as a new florist was thinking that I had to know it all. Gosh, the time that I spent beating myself up about how something should be done. The truth is trends change quickly 
And sometimes you've never done something that someone's asking for, and that's okay. Just because they've seen it on Pinterest and they like it doesn't mean that you've made it before. There are still things now that people come to me with that I've never done before. Still venues in Perth I've never worked in, but that doesn't mean that you can't do it. It doesn't mean that I can't do it. It means you need to learn how to do it. There's always going to be something new to learn. You do not have to know it all, especially when you start out in your business. You are new. It's okay to be new. It's okay to be learning. I'm a huge fan of the Richard Branson phrase. I think it goes, say yes and figure the rest out later. I might be slightly wrong on the wording there, but that's the general gist. Say yes and figure the rest out later. But I want to say as much of a fan as I am of that phrase, you still need to make sure you figure it out before you have to deliver said thing, whether that means practice, whether that's asking somebody, whether that's watching tutorials online, whether that's going to a workshop, whatever it is. If there's something that you want to do that you haven't done yet and there's enough time between now and then, say yes and then figure out how to do it. All right, let's talk about number four. Oh my goodness, I'm really excited to talk about this. (laughs) I feel like this um, rears its ugly head every now and again. So the fourth big mistake that I made as a new florist was taking every job and every opportunity that came my way. This is something I absolutely do not do now. We have a system for vetting our inquiries now, and it's so clear that my VA can do it for me. I do not even look at a booking until they have made an actual appointment with me. That's when I look at their booking form. But when I first started, regardless of whether it was my style of work, regardless of whether it was in a venue that I wanted to work in, regardless of what the other suppliers were and whether I wanted to be associated with them, I took every opportunity that came my way. Every photo shoot, every collaboration request, every wedding, I'd try and make it work. And I would tie myself in knots to land a $1,000 job, which I now know I probably would have been making about $300 on if I was lucky. Now that did teach me a lot. And sure, I got a lot of practice. We can look at it that way. But what I learned from that is that not all PR is good PR. And I remember saying this, saying yes, sorry. I remember saying yes to a photo shoot, um, actually probably more, probably more than one, without checking out the photographer's work or the venue. And when I got the photos back, I didn't want to use a single one of them. That's happened to me multiple times in the early days of my business. And, you know, working so hard to try and get these jobs and you spend so much on wedding flowers and on photographs that you end up with a waste of money if you haven't done your research and you haven't been a little bit more careful in what jobs or what opportunities you want to come come up to. Not every collaboration is actually fruitful for you. So really think about whether you say yes or no to a collaboration uh, and the same for a wedding, you know, especially if you say yes to a style that you're not actually interested in doing, they're going to tell their friends who did their flowers and those friends are going to want you to do more of that style. And that can be really dangerous from a brand point of view, right? You could sort of get stuck in this cycle of doing weddings in a style that doesn't suit you, that you don't feel good about. And when you don't feel good about it, 
when it doesn't align with you, you start to disassociate from it and it doesn't feel particularly joyful to do. This is when you will be burning out and feeling out of love with your business quicker than a hydrangea dying in the sun. So really think carefully about what jobs you take on. Don't just say yes to every opportunity that comes your way. Just because a couple want to work with you doesn't mean that you have to work with them. Oh, my loves, we are absolutely getting through this. I hope this doesn't feel like a lecture because I think the thing is that we all make mistakes. We've all been there. Um, And that's why I wanted to share this with you and share some of my experiences where I've gone, that was dumb. And I wish I hadn't done that so that you cannot be sitting there going, oh, no, I did the dumb thing. (laughs) All right. I want to talk about my number five. My number five big mistake is big, big, big mistake is comparing my year one to somebody else's year 10. My love, I have now been in this industry as a florist for seven, seven, eight years. My style now is so incredibly different to what it was seven years ago. The work that I do, the jobs that I get, the systems I have in place are entirely different. I have learned and changed and grown so much in that time. And sometimes only time can do that for you. You can't always be at that goal level when you first start out. And it's okay not to be. If you've got goals and aspirations, you should absolutely follow them. And if there are people that you love and you're seeing their work and you're going, I wish that I was doing that, we've all been guilty of that, sure. But really think about where you are now and how far you've come in whatever space of time you've been doing floristry or you've been in your business. We've all been guilty of looking at another florist's work or seeing how they're showing up or them seeming to be booked out every weekend and feel like that should be you. Like that's what you want. And it's disheartening because it's not happening for you yet. I want you to start adding this word into your vocab yet. It's not happening for me yet. I'm not good at that yet. Babe, it's okay to be new. It's okay to be learning. Take your time learn the things, ask the questions, find your flower tribe and allow yourself to develop your style and your own blend of floral magic, regardless of what others are doing. There is room for all of us and more. And if you want something, make it a goal, make it a priority, put a timeline on it, a realistic one, and start thinking about those little steps that you can be making to start achieving that goal because it won't happen overnight it's not pantene (laughs) it will happen i really hope that my little what not to do can help you in your floristry business go and ask questions go and set goals go and work out your costing go and do some research and practice and you can totally build a business you freaking love my love as always thanks for tuning into the blueprint today if you found this episode useful please share it with your flower friends share it in your stories and give us a tag at maple and wren underscore floral art academy and connect with us for more juicy content 
If you're loving the podcast, we would love it if you could go and leave us a five-star review so we can get this awesome content out to more floral folk and business owners all around the world. Thanks for your time, my love. We'll see you next week for more of The Blueprint.